The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. The top eight at eight. Name something that follows the word pork. You pie. Huh? One category. Name something people take with them to the beach. Turkey. The, f- the top eight answers. The first thing you buy in a supermarket. Uh, turkey. <laughs> the top eight at eight. A food often stuffed. Turkey. <laughs> the top eight at eight on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Name Popeye's favorite food. Sponsored by Milwaukee Pretzel Company. Win a Bavarian Soft Pretzel Lover's Gift Pack from the Milwaukee Pretzel Company. Shop now at MilwaukeePretzel.com. It is time for Top 8 at 8. Now, we're doing it a little bit earlier. Typically, we do this at 8.15, but because we're also doing our Superb Owl Squares promotion, Chew, we decided to move it up a little bit so we're not going back to back on these um on these promotions yeah sounds sounds good so we wanted to spread it out just a little bit so it is super bowl week so i figured we'd have a super bowl related question but first do not tell you how this uh, game works i have a list of things of eight things in front of me and chewy is going to be able to guess once he gets one incorrect might give himself a mulligan if he gets one incorrect really early then we open it up to you the fan at 800-990-3776. The person to get the last one on the list will win that great prize pack courtesy of our friends at Milwaukee Pretzel Company. If you have not had Milwaukee Pretzels, soft pretzels before, well, I feel bad for you because they're that good. They gave us some Christmas wreaths around Christmas time, oh. obviously. Those things didn't last so, long. No, did not last long in my household either, Chew. Nope. All right. You ready for it, big guy? Let's do it. Did Simple. this come from the easy, medium, or hard? Uh, I would say this is more easy. Simple question. Right. I'm just looking for the last eight losers of the Super Bowl. Last eight teams to lose in the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, wow, this is tougher than you think. The Rams won last year, and the Rams beat a team. <laughs> All right, one for one. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, let's go with a safe one. Let's go with New England. So the New England Patriots are number five on this list. They lost the Super Bowl to the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go with last year's loser, the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals lost last year to the Los Angeles Rams. Let's go with. Uh, this is cutting it close. Um, God, who did Tampa Bay beat? Tampa beat uh, 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 Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs were indeed defeated by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go. This is probably right on the edge. Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons lost to the New England Patriots. <clears throat> they are number six on the list. How many do I have so far? Uh, you've got four, big guy. Four? 
I always, I, I thought there'd be an opportunity uh, for you to do really well on this, just because it's a simple enough question. Yeah. Uh, it's just one that makes you think a little bit. You know, like you no, you think it's easy, but then you're like, wait, who did these teams beat? Am I bowing out? Let's go. Um... Holy cow. Let's go. Uh, I, I don't know. All right. That's We're, all I got. We'll open it. Hey, you got half the list by yourself, big guy. You yeah. did a lot of the heavy lifting. 800-990-3776. We are looking for the last eight Super Bowl losers on our top eight at eight list today. Chewy knocking out the Bengals and Chiefs, the two most recent. Also knocking out the Patriots and Falcons, who are number five and six on the list. 800 990 76. I'm trying to think right now in my head, because I don't have the list in front of me. There's a few pretty obvious ones in my head, though, I think. I think there's one super obvious one that we're missing. Really? No? Maybe? Perhaps? I can't read your mind the way I can read Chew's mind, so when he says something's obvious, I know it's obvious to him. I don't know what's obvious to you. I'm sorry, Ashton. We've only worked together for, you know, a year less than Chewy and I. It's that extra year that makes all the difference. You know what bothers me, though, about losing a Super Bowl, especially Super Bowl 32? <laughs> Please share. Right? This is what bothers me. We were, what, 12-point favorites? Yes. And then as the years go by, right, I mean, Vegas pr- pretty much has it dialed in, say, what, 80% of the time, Gabe? Yeah, sounds about right. So as the, as the years go by... You know, obviously it started at 12. You take five years later, they're like, ah, the Packers probably should have been eight-point favorites. And then another five years, well, they should have been probably five-point favorites. And then another five years, and it's like, ah, it was kind of a pick em. And now we're at the point where, like, oh, Denver was much better than that team. Give me a – that fries my eggs. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? No, you're right. And here's the thing. I I would have to go back, but I feel like I did research. I don't know if there's been a double-digit Super Bowl favorite since you guys. I don't think anybody's been favored by 10 or more points since that Super Bowl. Yeah. And the odds probably for a Super Bowl team at the beginning of the season, because remember the Rams, the year they won it with Kurt Warner's first year, was like off the charts. Yeah. And there's never been, I don't think, an underdog that that uh, has paid out as much as uh, the Rams did that year. That's the thing. When Vegas takes a bath, they usually learn a lesson pretty quick. Yes. <laughs> they learn yes. very quickly. All right, let's go ahead and go out to those phone lines. We are looking for the last eight losers in the Super Bowl. Chewy knocking out Bengals, Chiefs, Pats, and Falcons. We go to Joshua in Milwaukee and see if Joshua can knock a couple teams off the list. Josh, you're on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Um, how about the 49ers? The San Francisco 49ers, number three on the list. Didn't they pick them? Uh, the... You did not. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Seahawks? The Seattle Seahawks are the last team on this list, losing in 2014. To the Patriots? To the Patriots. Yeah. That was where yeah. Russell Wilson, you know, they, they yeah. decided they wanted Marshawn Russell Lynch. Wilson to be the yeah. hero instead of handing it off to Marshawn Lynch and Russ through the pick in the end zone. You got the other two on the list, Joshua? Um, no, now I'm just grasping. Okay. Um, let's go. 
let's go with the oh geez the Ravens Ravens are nuts mm. in the last eight yeah this is tougher than you think yeah there's there's yeah there, there's a couple on here that we still have to get Justin and cut eight Justin you're up next on the top eight at eight all right <clears throat> unfortunately he took the two that I knew um <laughs> So, I'm just going to – I'm trying to think who the Eagles beat. I have no idea. I'm just going to go with the Raiders. Raiders are incorrect. I guess that one, right? The, the Eagles beat – Oh, the, yes. The, 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 the Eagles beat the Patriots. One. Yes. The Patriots. The Eagles yes. beat okay. the Patriots. So, you had the Patriots on there, yes, at number five on the list. Uh, it is now time to go to Ryan in Muskego. Ryan – you're on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Morning, guys. How are we doing? Doing great, man. How are you? Good. Good. Um, I think the Los Angeles Rams are on that list. The Rams are indeed on the list. Oh, they lost to the New England to Patriots, the Patriots in one of the most right, boring Super Bowls of my lifetime. Boring. 10-3. Yes. Yeah, that was awful. That was awful. Do you have the last team? Uh, the one that everybody uh, has forgotten about so far? Um, yeah, that's tough. Any chance you can repeat <laughs> Okay, so the list. In order, Bengals, Chiefs, Niners, Rams, Pats, Falcons, don't have seven, Seahawks, eight. Uh, Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos are incorrect. Mm. They are just outside uh, of the top I just eight. remembered who it is. I just remembered who it is. So I feel good. I can't remember that Super Bowl. It's between who and who, Gabe? It's between the Falcons Seattle and in New England. Seattle, New yeah, England. Yeah, but the games and then, were... So, the, so, number eight on the list, where the Seahawks lost, they lost to the Patriots. The Falcons are number yeah. six on the list, also losing to the Patriots. To the Patriots. Wow. So, we have the one in between that. Uh, up next is John and Tosa. John, you're on the top eight at eight. We're looking for the last eight Super Bowl losers, and we just have number seven on the list. How about Kansas City? Kansas City already guessed. They are number two. I'll reset the list for you quickly, John. The last, we have seven of the last eight Bengals, Chiefs, 49ers, Rams, Pats, Falcons, Seahawks. Do you have the final team? Uh, no. All right. Everybody forgets. Yeah, I don't remember this yeah, game. This, yeah, everybody forgets about this. Everybody forgets about this game. Everybody apparently has forgotten about this team. Mitch in Waukesha. Mitch, you're on 94.5 ESPN. Jen Gabe and Chewy's top eight today. Hey, um, I didn't have it, but a couple of guesses ago gave me that hint. Um, I believe the Denver Broncos was close, but I think it was them that won. And beat the Carolina Panthers. And they beat the Carolina Panthers in Super Bowl 50. What game? Who who beat the Panthers? The Broncos. Yeah, that was the game. If you remember, uh, late in the game, there was that a That was fumble. another terrible game. Yeah, yeah, it was It was just a defensive battle. Because yeah. the Broncos were terrible in offense because Peyton Manning had a noodle arm. This was, if you were listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy earlier this week, Von Miller was the MVP of that game as the last defensive MVP. And the Panthers were, yeah, the Panthers just got... Crushed by was that, that the Bronco game? defense. That wasn't the game in that wasn't the game in New York City, was it? 
Uh, I don't know where was it was it? played, but there's the one the one play that everybody remembers from that game is there was a sack late and everybody was giving Cam Newton a hard time because he didn't like completely give up his body to go diving after the loose ball. Now I remember the press conference where he was a little yep. BB. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yes. he was being NFL boy. I, see, I was thinking, Gabe, I, I, I'm thinking of the game, first play of the game, what is it, snapped over Peyton Manning's head or something like that? Oh, yeah, like that. That, so they lost to the Seahawks. That was just outside of the topic. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, so the Broncos did lose the Super Bowl, went back a couple years later with Peyton Manning, and uh, won that over the Carolina Panthers. All right, that was... Again, I thought the Panthers... That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, you always remember who wins these games. Unless your team's involved, you kind of forget about who loses. Log this game. How tough would it be to do do, um, the last eight teams that lost in the national championship game? Ooh, in college football? Yeah. Because that's going to go back kind of far, right? Because you got Alabama, Clemson, Alabama, Clemson. Yeah. That could be a good one. You know, what I was thinking about as we yeah, were, that was a good list. as we were doing this. How far back could you go with like like World Series? I could go back to the seventies or sixties with World Series in terms of no. the teams that played. Yes, you, I could. I could. No, no. In the right, that's setting. a bet. Shave your beard, bet. No, I don't. I can't shave my beard. Why not? Oh, so he's he pretty that confident, confident a second ago. Game. He was real confident. I'm a still confident ago. in it. Not today, but we could do this. Sixties, there is no way. I, I'm telling you, I could go pretty. I could go pretty far back. I can go back mid nineties with Masters winners. Um, but again, that's not even losers in two teams. That's just one thing. Like you're saying, you can name both teams that were in the World Series. I'm I'm positive. Yeah, I couldn't name every player on my Super Bowl team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we believe you. Which I wanted to ask you guys about. My buddy gave me this brain food. I don't think it works. <laughs> I have so many follow-up questions, and I don't. we don't have time right now, but I feel More like coming up next. More on Chewy's brain food coming up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I don't even know what brain food is. He's talking like superfoods, like avocados. Like avocados are superfood. It's supposed to help. Tell you all about it. I'll all tell right. you all about it. Can't wait. Isn't it going to be funny if he's actually just getting fed, like, fish food? Like <laughs> That was my first thought. <laughs> Ridgetop Exteriors provides a great, and they provide the best quality roof, siding, windows, doors, expertly installed at an affordable price. I have met with the people at Ridgetop Exteriors, and after meeting with them, it's no shock that, yeah, I mean, and I don't want to downplay having the best quality roof, siding, windows, and doors expertly installed at an affordable price, because that's fantastic. But after talking with the people at Ridgetop Exteriors, You understand why they consider customer service to be their number one goal. Tremendous people, great people. They're looking to help you in any way they can. They strive to exceed the expectations of the homeowners they serve. So think about that. Customer service. In 2023, there is a company out there that has customer service as their number one goal. Oh, and by the way, they also have the best quality roofs, siding, windows, doors, expertly installed at an affordable price. So next time you're looking for that exterior project for your home, you want to be contacting Ridgetop Exteriors. And because they're great and they do all these things, of course, that estimate's going to be free. Get the free estimate for your next project by logging on to RidgetopExteriors.com. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Is the electric chair still a thing? Okay, they let me still read use the tweet. The I, I, thought, I figured everything was lethal know. injection at this point. Is this usually what happens when I answer a phone call or can't read a tweet? You guys just talk about... Yes. The okay. death penalty, yes. It's his fault. Who's he did it. Doing this show is a death penalty. <laughs> on 94.5 ESPN.
no idea what this is. But Chewie's so good at this, he starts giving... He's already teased a topic for tomorrow that he wants to touch about, or touch on and talk about. And then he teased right before he went to break... His buddy has been giving him brain food. I don't know if this is the type of food that you feel right. zombie, but here we are learning more <laughs> about Chewie's brain food. Here's a little background, and I mentioned him early in the show. He's the better. He's the guy from St. Louis. So how I meet this guy is about six years ago, right? And me and Ange are in an all-inclusive in Mexico. And you kind of have a feeling that this guy is is talking about me across the pool. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. I'm going to spend the next half hour listening to how much this guy knows about sports. So him and this guy is walking towards me in the pool, and I'm like, without moving my mouth, I'm like, here you go, Ange. Yeah, here we go. Gatorade, Gatorade, Gatorade alert. You know what Gatorade means, right? Uh, Gatorade is the... Code. Yeah, I was going to say safe word, but that wasn't right. So this he comes over. He, he's a loud guy. You know the loud guy? Oh, yeah. You know? Loud guy. kind of Nice guy. Gives himself his own nickname, which that should tell you a little bit about him. Calls himself the Spaniard. Okay. Where are you? Where 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 are you with guys or people giving themselves their own nicknames? It's bad. It's not great. All not right. great. So this is the scene. So he hangs around for about two hours. I'm like, you know what he is? He's like he's like having wine for the first time, or an alcohol. You know, you're like, oh man, this just really is. Mm, doesn't taste great. But the more you have it, it's like, okay, you acquire taste from it. Now, this is a guy, you either love him or you hate him. He's very loud. Good guy. Now he's your guy. So now he's become, you know, in the inner circle, one of my good friends. And he's like, you know what you need? You need to take this brain food that Joe Rogan takes. I'm like, the hell do I care what Joe Rogan takes? You know? Are you, are you are you guys one of those guys? Oh, Oprah said this book is really good. You should read it. I, I don't. Only if it's guy. I fly by. It. I fly on my own, right? So it's called Alpha Brain. It helps support memory focus, daily daily cognitive support. Ninety capsules. Da da da. B B B. This stuff is. I think it's making me dumber. <laughs> and I would put this right behind, like. Epsom salt, witch hazel, even though I would love that as a nickname. Mark Witch Hazel Chimera on the mound. <laughs> that would be a good nickname. He's just a knuckleball. But I mean, this has to go on the list. <laughs> this stuff has to go on the list as some of the most made up stuff. And I fell for it because I already went through one bottle. I'm halfway through the other. And you guys it. could probably attest. I, I just I feel dumber. I mean, I don't know about dumber, but it. Yeah, I you, agree with that. You definitely haven't been smarter on the show, although again. But I mean, at the same time, I'm wondering if it's working because you have been. I mean, I mean, they're not big blocks; they're kind of more chip blocks. You know, before you go out for your route, you know, you're throwing your left shoulder into the into the uh, defensive yeah. end before you go out on your route. But the fact that you have already teased um, a Super Bowl party dilemma that you have, and we're going to do tomorrow, the fact that you teased this brain food today, like you have been doing more teases on the show, and I don't know if that's because of the brain food. So maybe it's actually working. 
because you're starting to understand some of the concepts of radio that you had no idea despite being in radio for almost 20 years. So wait a second. I have two things. One, Chewy, how long have you been taking this? I take it sporadically. I just have it when I'm down here I pro- a couple times a week in the morning before the show. Okay. How many years? Just one year? Two years? Three years? Probably six months. Okay. All right. He's, he's been strong over the last six months. Now also... And answer this one carefully. Do we want them as a partner or not? Because so far, you spent the first five minutes saying no, you don't. But am I? I just I don't like being a sucker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Too late. <laughs> and I kind of feel like I'm being a sucker. Yeah, it, it, it feels like know. it a little bit. Sure. So it's not like a take every day type thing. Like you know, I. I no, try to take is. a multivitamin every day in the morning. You know, sometimes I forget, but I try to do it every day. You're supposed to do it every day. So is this supposed to be like a three times a week type deal? Uh, suggested use. Adults as a dietary supplement. Take two capsules. Now, I've only been taking one. Oh, you're not problem. even getting the full power of it. Maybe I should take three tomorrow to I think yeah. All right, I'll take three tomorrow. Three tomorrow. You should consult take a-, a medical doctor before taking this. Well, I kind of am, so yeah, I consulted no, you myself. You are a doctor, and- yep. And you you cleared yourself? If you are pregnant, nursing, or have a, sus- a suspect a medical condition, or taking any other medication, You are a... Wait, wait, wait. It doesn't tell you not you to... Are but hold on. It doesn't ta- tell you... <laughs> it doesn't tell you not to take it. It just says store in a cool and dry place. I'm going to put it in the microwave and see what the hell that does. <laughs> you in a microwave? I don't you know. Are I a just... suspect medical condition. <laughs> yeah. Either you take three. I... Hey, pal, either you take three tomorrow or you throw the entire bottle away. These are your two options. Either you got to take more and hope it works or you just punt. All right. I'm going to take three tomorrow. I just think I'm being a sucker here. I just, you know, yeah. I get the hook in the mouth. And <laughs> How Would you t- guys ever take anything like this? From Joe Rogan, no. The minute you said Joe Rogan, I'm like, I'm not taking this. <laughs> 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 From you, maybe. Joe Rogan, uh, nah. It's like if Rogers is like, you guys, I got this new herbal tea you want to try. I'm like, do I want to try that? Probably not. I mean, this falls right in line with going in the dark for four days, right? Like, it could make you insane. I got. Should I try four? Yes. <laughs> well, well, you're. How, no, I don't want you to die. I don't think I'll die. There's no caffeine in it. That's. It says caffeine free. <laughs> so you have the diet version. <laughs> He's got the caffeine free diet coke. <laughs> you know, like that weird copper colored can that you see. Diet. All right. Pills. Three or four tomorrow. I, I mean, say. I'm, I say we start at three. If you feel good Monday, we'll go with four. Yeah. If we start it's feeling not it. Bike it in. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what you're going to, you know, you start growing like a third year. Like, I don't want, I don't want that to happen. It could be a hell of a ride tomorrow, though. <laughs> I can't wait. Poor Jen. <laughs> Has no idea what she's walking into after Chewie takes no. three brain power pills to try to make himself smarter for tomorrow's show. So we'll update you on that tomorrow as well. Chewie is just constantly teasing out tomorrow's show. Because he's a pro. Maybe I think the, working. I mean, yeah. I'm actually kind of scared. That's This is just on one. What happens when he takes, you know, two or three, like he's planning on tomorrow? It is your last opportunity is... today to get into these superb owl squares. Kindergarten compared to some of the stuff I put in my body. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about interrupting. Nope.
Not at all. Do not apologize for that. Last chance to get in for Superb Owl Squares today. Only three more opportunities. We have one today, two tomorrow to get into our Superb Owl Squares game. If you get a question correct that we ask you, you'll get entered into the drawing. And as Ashton said, 1 o'clock on Friday, we're going to do a big reveal of the entire board. So we're going to be asking some of those trivia questions from Hembo from ESPN coming up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Hey, everyone who I let try borscht likes it. They don't love it, but it, it's, <laughs> having a, it's a liver. What, a, what an endorsement. Your, this is your but, pitch. But, 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 hold on. <laughs> hey, Jen, like, guys, good luck. I don't even have to talk anymore. On 94.5 ESPN. Time to play some superb owl squares. I have a list of trivia questions in front of me. We'll go... Through the callers, as they called in, in order, first person to get a question correct will get entered into our Superb Owl squares. They'll get 10 squares on the board, which will be released tomorrow by Ashton on our Twitter account, at Chewy at 1 p.m. I'm holding you to that, Ashy. 1 p.m. tomorrow. You should, because no one else will. (laughs) So, thank you. I'll put a reminder in my phone, but you absolutely should be holding me accountable uh, for things I say. Yes. Somebody has to. Did you take any more brain pills during the break there, Chew? Are you doing all right? I think it affects my hearing, too, because I didn't hear a thing you guys said. All right. Or- Was this Ashy's little, I can go back to 1922 uh, with with the World Series winners or whatever? I know, That's but I can't. the dumbest thing you've ever said on this show. First of all, there's no chance it's the dumbest thing I've ever said. I say so much dumb stuff. So much. Well, no one believes it. Well, we'll have to test it one day. Okay. We begin with our superb owl squares with Mike and Franklin. Mike, how you feeling? Have you been listening? You, you think you, you've known a decent amount of the questions that we've given out this week? Uh, I've known about half of them. The ones that the ones I knew, I, I you didn't ask me, and the ones I didn't know, you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's hoping you know this one, Mike. Uh, what is the right. only college to produce four different quarterbacks that have started in the Super Bowl? The only college to provide four different quarterbacks to start in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say Notre Dame. Notre Dame is incorrect. Mm. The correct answer is Cal. Cal has produced four. Really? Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Craig Morton, and Joe Cap. Who? Wow. Do you? Did you? Who's Joe Cap? Chu? Do you know Joe Cap is? Joe Cap, I believe Joe Cap. He's an old guy. There you go. Thanks. All right. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school's really paid off. Uh, we go to <laughs> Chauncey in Milwaukee. Chauncey, you're on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy in the Superb Owl Squares. Awesome. I'm excited. Who is the all-time leading all Who is the all-time leading rusher in Super Bowl history? All-time leading rusher in a, in a career in Super Bowl history. Uh, That's a tough one. Emmett Smith? Emmett Smith is third. Larry Zonka is two. And Franco Harris, the all-time leading Uh, rusher in Super Bowl history. Chewy, that was an easy question. That was a hembo easy question. um, Because Franco, I think, played in four. Yep. 354 yards. Emmett was a good guess, though, because I was going to... Emmett played in three. I mean, Emmett, Emmett, in terms of yards per game, Emmett's probably... Number one. Now, if you said Terrell Davis, I was going to stab you through this computer. <laughs> He's number four, though. I don't think we have. He I, is I, not. <laughs> is he? I, have, I, I no, only have the top three no. listed here. I have no idea. Okay. 
Uh, John in Milwaukee. John, you're on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Good morning, guys. All right, we've reached the point where we've gotten a couple incorrect, and I'm starting to get nervous about running out of questions today. So I am rooting for you very hard on this question, John. Four of 32 NFL franchises have never played in the Super Bowl. Name two. Only need you name two of the four teams who have never played or appeared in a Super Bowl. Houston. The Texans are on the list. Nice. What was the second team you said? You got this. Um, Need an answer, John. It's got to be... Three. Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are another team. Nice. I uh, have never won. Very. Or, excuse me, I never appeared. Jacksonville. In yep. Jacksonville and Detroit. Correct. Those are the other two. Those are good. Oh. I got a. I got a little a nervous. Sigh of relief there. Yeah. Because all I have left now on this list, Chew, that we got from Hembo, yeah, are three hard questions, and I'm telling you, they're hard. They're tough. They're. I mean, one, you might be able okay. to guess your way in, and we, we'll probably ask these three questions tomorrow before we go to the uh, questions that I'm, I'm going to write at some point before tomorrow's show. But, whew. All right, we got through. So, so, the goal was to get through so today. So what was – was that a medium or a easy? That was easy. That was easy. Okay. Yeah, because that was kind of easy. Yeah, just right? especially only having to name two. I mean, maybe it's a medium if you have to name all four, but only having to name two of the four certainly becomes yeah. a little bit easier. Okay. Yeah, we better get more questions from a mix them up or yeah, reach out to Himbo or something. Because we got two more segments of this tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Two more opportunities. And all we have left are... Th- like, I-, I will be surprised if one person is able to answer any of those questions. They're hard. All right. So I would say Himbo send us 10 mediums. Yeah. 10 mediums. Right? Mm-hmm. That should get us through. Yeah. I'll, I'll again. I mean, we'll, our fans are we'll smart. be. We'll we'll cover it. We'll make sure we've got enough questions. I did pull up tomorrow. some internet helped questions just in case we needed them for that segment. Oof, all right. Because again, if he didn't get that, like three hard questions, like part of me just wants to read these questions now and like just start from scratch tomorrow because these are really hard questions. Impossible. All right. I'll know. give you. An, I'll we'll give you it. an example. We're writing more questions anyway. I'll give you an example here too. Okay. Who owns the highest single-game passer rating in Super Bowl history? Steve Young. Phil Sims. 150.9. Yikes. Really? Didn't Steve Young tear it up against uh, San Diego? I feel like that's a great guess. He had six touchdown passes in that game, but apparently it wasn't as good of a quarterback rating as Phil Sims did in Super Bowl XXI when the Giants beat the Broncos 39-20. Hmm. Because Give, then he did not play. He did not play It was because he was hurt. Jeff Hostetler the, played yeah. against Denver, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are the only two franchises with five Super Bowl losses? Patriots. One. Uh, Patriots are one. Um, Steelers? No. Would you say one of five? Two franchises. Two franchises, five Super Bowl losses. <sighs> Hold a, on. Hold on. Not Buffalo. That's four. Um, 
Yeah, Buffalo, I feel, is like the trick question because you Hold know on. they lost four in a row, but they haven't been. Uh, Carolina, Carolina lost three, Gabe? They've lost three. No, they've lost two. No, they've lost uh, two. My guess Carolina is the Giants. Denver, Denver lost a ton until they beat us. Hey, holes. So what are you guessing um, here, too? Okay. I am going to guess the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Vikings only have four as well. It is one of the teams you said. <clears throat> one of the teams you were just com- contemplating there. Denver? Denver Broncos. Really? And the Patriots. Two teams with five. Yeah, they lost a ton before they uh, yeah. beat you guys. And, they even, and then well, they, lost, they lost their fifth with Peyton Manning. When The, the game that you oh, referenced yeah, earlier right. where they got boat raced by the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. So yeah, we'll come up with right, uh, one more. A whole, okay, you want it? Is that it? No, you if you yeah. if you want it, we'll give it to you. Uh, yeah. Which franchise owns the highest cumulative scoring margin in Super Bowl history? Largest cumulative scoring margin in Super Bowl history. I'm going to say it's either San Francisco or Washington. Am I right? You are incorrect. Say the question again. All right, let's... Highest cumulative scoring margin in Super Bowl history. Mm. Giants. The Cowboys... Like I said, Cowboys. At plus 89. Really? The Niners, two, you were close, plus 85. So the Niners, four points off. Um, then what are we? Packers are third. Plus 57. Ah, okay. Let's go to bet on that one. So we will come up with a whole new list of cards. Like I said, those were hard. Those were all in yeah, the hard category. Very, very tough. I mean, you might have been able to guess your way to the Cowboys, but the other two, I just don't think people would have been able to come up with. So we'll come up with some more questions, certainly from tomorrow, either from ourselves or Hembo, but we will have that two more times tomorrow, your last chance to get into our superb Owls Square contest. We've got some polls in the field. We're going to update you on those results. Coming up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. So overrated. Come on, his head is a pumpkin. Yeah, he's so <laughs> right. Chewy's never been more right Ed about anything. Chewy was right. Yeah. Holy <laughs> Chewy was oh right. Yeah. Imagine the helmet on that dome. <laughs> It'd be the first eight and a half size. <laughs> what the? On 94.5 ESPN. Here we go. We put it on the poll earlier today. Do you, as a fan, like how the NBA and NFL, to a degree, operates with a high volume of player empowerment? 57% too are with you and saying, no, they do not like that. I, and I don't think it'll happen in the NFL because there's too many players. Yes, right? I think that's the thing. But I think more stars want to be treated in the way that stars are treated in the NFL. Like, Rodgers certainly is somebody who's pushing for that. I'm curious to see if Mahomes is somebody. Like, who's going to pick up that torch? Or is anybody going to pick up that torch? Because it's certainly one that that Rodgers has pushed, especially over the last couple of years. But let me ask you this. You think there'll ever any – will there be a pullback of these quarterbacks? And I mean GMs that are like – we cannot play. We cannot pay one player seventy million dollars a year. We just can't do that. I think the model is to pay a guy twenty and use that. Because when does it stop, Gabe? When does it go from sixty to sixty-three to sixty-eight? You know what I'm saying? As long as the cap keeps going up, man. Like, and the the, the thing about underpaying a quarterback or paying a quarterback of you know twenty million dollar level. 
then you need him to somehow overperform, and then he's going to want that big contract because that's what quarterbacks make. You know what I'm saying? That when you take a look at teams that don't pay their quarterback a lot, the Bengals. Well, it's because Joe Burrow is playing unbelievably well, but it's it's more difficult to do that. Like I understand it's a blueprint you want to follow, but how many teams for every Joe Burrow? How many Zach Wilsons are there? Where guys are on, you know, guy on a yeah. rookie contract who's clearly not good enough. Uh, Sam Rose, Sam Rosen, that's his name, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen. Yeah, out of UCLA, Sam Darnold. terrible draft. Sam pick. Darnold, same thing. Yeah, but Baker let me ask you this, Gabe. Gabe, you guys know who Bill James is, right? Yeah. yeah. Why isn't there a Bill James for football? I uh, see. I would where there's got to be a formula of how much you pay each position, and there's got to be a formula that gives you the best odds to win the Super Bowl. Because I'm saying having a quarterback, even though he's the MVP, paying him $70 million a year just doesn't seem to work for me. Yeah, Because there's always the threat of getting hurt. If, if Patrick Mahomes gets gets hurt in, is in week three this year and can't play the rest of the season, they're done. Yeah, uh-huh. But you know, you know who is. Well, hold on, Gabe. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. You're not paying him a lot, and they're this close to the Super Bowl. I'm taking that formula over the other one. Yeah, but again, that's I think a very specific thing to Kyle Shanahan. Because look at the Browns, and like they've had a pretty good roster, and they've not gotten not anywhere sniffed the Super Bowl. You know, we we thought that they had a pretty good roster, and then it all kind of deteriorated and fell apart. Granted, they did just trade and, and pay a large sum of money for Deshaun Watson, but well, for, it, for every for every San Francisco, there's a Jacksonville. You know, that's just been god awful. For sure, every sure for every Cincinnati, there's a Detroit. Like, but Gabe, where there's an algorithm for players, yeah, in the Bill James system. Mm-hmm. There's an algorithm for coaches. There's coaches out there that suck, that do not get the most out of their players. 100%. And I think we saw a 100%. little bit of a sprinkling that this year in Green Bay. All right, this is how I know. So not only do you have to have the right roster for a Super Bowl team, you have to have 80% really good coaches. Because I would say in 31, we won the Super Bowl with 75% good coaches. That seems like a high number. Which is which is a good formula. Yeah. You know? Coaching is important, let me tell you. And there are bad coaches out there. There are babysitters so that bring absolutely no value. Okay, well let me ask you this real quick well, off that. Is is Matt LaFleur a good coach? Not great. Just is he would you settle for a good coach? Here's where I'm at, Ashton. He might be a very he might be a good coordinator might not be a good head coach because he certainly has not gotten over the hump, right? I mean, say what you want about Kyle Shanahan. He gets his teams there. He hasn't won the big one, had an opportunity to do against Kansas City because he was up, but just can't finish it, you know? I say Kyle Shanahan's a, a, a really, really good coach. Matt LaFleur, right now he's just good. This is how I know. Fair? These brain pills are not working. <laughs> you want to know why? You want to know why, Chute? You know what you said? That I know they're not working? Yeah. You. Because you said you've been taking these things for six months. You, maybe a month ago, six weeks ago, said you were out on analytics. 
You hated analytics, can't understand analytics, and yet today you reference the godfather of analytics in Bill James and asking why that doesn't exist in the NFL. I watched Moneyball yesterday. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Great movie. Great movie. There you go. That makes sense. <laughs> I love that movie. That tracks so good. That tracks so much. Yes. Although there is a fun fact from from uh, so Paul D. Podesta, the guy that that Peter Brand is supposed to technically be playing, he did work for the Browns yeah. for like a long time, and then now he doesn't anymore. But like he did, he tried the NFL, and that was his kind of model was trying to do that, and it blew up in the Browns' faces. But like I don't think teams ha- teams haven't tried it. But like, there's just so much that goes into football that doesn't go into baseball. Where it comes to there's so many different players, different outcomes, different people. Instead of is it, uh, let me ask you this, pitching. Ashley, is it because of is it because of injuries? Because injuries mm. are much more prevalent in the NFL yeah, than, and you can't account maybe, for that. Maybe, I, no, but I, I think the biggest difference why baseball analytics are so more advanced than NBA, and and obviously NBA, I would say analytics would be even more advanced than football analytics. In football, because you have 22 guys on the field, there are so many different variables. There are just too many. Yeah, where, where baseball, too, comes down to but what they're essentially doing is pitcher versus hitter. And that's what you have. You have a one-on-one situation, whereas in football, it's, okay, well, maybe you're playing man, but maybe you're playing zone, and what's the blocking scheme? There's just too many variables where you can just lock in on some sort of formula for analytics. But with basketball, it's all about three guys. Baseball is about <clears throat> more than three. It's at least nine. Sure. Nine are playing, but which the, is why that's so different three, And then you can plug this guy in for that guy, and it really doesn't matter. Right? Um, To an extent, it does. I mean, hold on, hold on. Seven and eight on the Bucks roster is probably the exact same as seven and eight on Golden State. No? Um, I will say that is probably where the, the – Title teams differ more mm-hmm. is is between whoever they're seven and eight on the depth? roster. Yeah, that's yeah because eight, eight is the cutoff we usually find in the playoffs. Because the reason why you know teams are trying to when the Bucks sit Giannis or they sit Chris, the drop off isn't that bad. They've got guys that can put the ball in the bucket for three to four minutes until one of those guys comes back on the floor, and that's where those teams can kind of separate themselves. Where a middle of the pack team doesn't have that depth where their superstar goes down and their six-point lead becomes a four-point deficit. And they're done. Okay. That was good conversation right Where there. Way to go, Chew. You're br- the brain pills bringing the power. They are. Jury's still five out. Five tomorrow. Woo, baby. <laughs> it's up to five. We'll find out how many takes tomorrow. I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, special guest host, right, on Wilde and Tausch? Brian Belaga, Iowa, coming up. Oh, He's wow. going to be out with Jason Wilde. That's coming up right here on ESPN Milwaukee.